Hey everyone, it's Aishwarya Iyer, and welcome back to another episode of Recent Eats. Today, I am sitting down with a friend of mine named Alicia Ramos, who's based in Washington, D.C. Hi, Alicia. Hi. Welcome to... (laughs) It's going well. I just actually wolfed down some crackers and some hummus. Um, So that's where I'm at for lunch. I love it. I'm at a very different place. I wolfed down a lot of tater tots, Trader Joe's. Oh, wow. Um, That was my little mid-afternoon snack. So I'm sure we'll get into all that. We absolutely will. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to start? Sure. So my name is Alicia Ramos. I'm the founder of the Girls' Night In newsletter, which is a lifestyle newsletter. And we cover self-care, things that you can enjoy in your downtime, like books, podcasts, like this one, TV shows, movies, really like anything cozy we will cover. Um, And food too, recently we've, we've been doing a lot of. So if you aren't subscribed, you should definitely go and subscribe and join our little cozy community. I found out about Girls Night In in probably 2017 um, and was so delighted by the world that Alicia was creating. And then when I started Brightland, I don't know, somehow we became internet friends maybe first. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like we are very values aligned during the pandemic. Alicia and I used to jump on calls and I don't know, just commiserate and chat with each other. And um, I always walked away feeling like, oh, this person just gets it. So thank you so much. And and same to you. I've always admired your worldview, just admire, you know, everything you've built with Brightland. And I'm just so excited to be here and chat with you about food. Yes, let's dive into food. Okay, so let's start off. We ask everyone this, what role does food play in your social life? Are you, you know, are you a big cook at home? Do you like to socialize by uh, bringing people into your home? Or are you like, let's go out to eat? Yeah. So I would say that we, my husband and I are pretty big cooks. And that's been uh, evolving over the years. We lived in DC, the city for about seven years. And then recently we moved during the pandemic to the suburbs. So I think that Mm. was a forcing mechanism to cause us to cook a little more. But we've always loved cooking. Um, I own a lot of cookbooks and go through them. Yeah, quite a lot. And we also don't, we rarely cook the same thing twice in a year. So we really like variety and switching things up. So I mean, that is so impressive. Like I live in the world of repeat meals galore. So to hear that you don't cook the same thing twice is incredible. What top two favorite cookbooks? What are they? Right now, I really love, uh, do you know Allie Slagle? Oh, yeah. Follow her work. Yeah. So she wrote a a new-ish cookbook called I Dream of Dinner. And I love her her recipes because as she describes them, they're low effort, high reward. Mm. Which is just like, as a busy person, that's all you want in a recipe. So love her stuff. Um, And I also love, honestly, anything Smitten Kitchen, Deb Perlman, just a a classic. And she has two, I think two cookbooks total. And I have both of them. Smitten Kitchen cookbooks are so good. But now I want to, I want to check out Ali's because I love her recipes in the New York Times cooking app. I Same. always somehow land on her recipes. So Same. I'll have to yeah. check it out. Yeah, they're really good. And I love that they're most of them are like 
one pan recipes, which is wonderful because my husband and I have a system for cooking. We switch every other week who is cooking and whoever isn't cooking has to do all the cleanup. Mm. Um, so her recipes are great because they're all one pan. They're like one cheap pan, one baking dish. So it's easy on the person who has to clean up and everyone is happy. So it's, it's all good. I mean, I'm a huge sheep pan meal person. So, um, I who can truly get yeah. behind. I don't know. Oh, Maybe but- <laughs> someone who's like, I have six hours to just sort of do a luxurious type of meal situation yeah. and then also loves loves the cleanup maybe I don't I don't know <laughs> I do okay. love a good podcast and cleanup session yeah I do yes, enjoy exactly that. yeah listen yeah. to recent eats and clean up your dishes that's the exactly. way to do it perfect combo <laughs> yeah okay let's talk about your food diary we're in the middle of the week it's Wednesday so we'll rewind back to Sunday um Tell us where you were in the United States, uh, if you were in D.C. or, you know, elsewhere. And I want to hear, I think everyone wants to hear, starting from breakfast, what did you get up to? Oh, boy. So, well, this whole week I've been here in in the suburbs of D.C. And on Sunday, I had the breakfast I have every morning, actually, which is Greek yogurt with berries, granola, like some sort of nut butter, chia seeds, and a little bit of honey and coffee. So pretty simple. Yeah. Tell us about what kind of berries, what kind of granola, and what kind of nut butter. Absolutely. I was happy to. So berries, I switch it up. This week, it was blackberries and blueberries together. Um, I... Typically just buy the Trader Joe's like peanut butter, creamy, unsalted. And the granola is important. It's it's my favorite part of the breakfast is Trader Joe's grainless granola. I don't know if you've had oh. that before, but it, it no, has I a bit it. of like a coconutty flavor to it. Um, like lightly toasted, which is just so, so nice. And it feels like a treat every morning. It's so funny because you were saying that your your husband and you eat different meals every single day um, for dinner, but then it sounds like for yeah. breakfast, you're sort of like a habitual, you got your habit. I do routine. have my habit, although Monday I did switch it up a little bit, but okay, we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then yeah. how did how did the, le- the day go on, on Sunday? Sunday was very chill. We didn't have you know, much to do. So we, we were just running errands in our little like downtown area. So for lunch, I popped into Sweetgreen, which I haven't had in like a year, maybe over a year. Um, mm. It was really good. I, I had their green goddess bowl, which was perfect. So I was craving, I'm craving a lot of chickpeas and lentils right now. And this salad has both of them, plus beef and sweet potatoes and like the perfect um, tahini type dressing, and it was delicious. So that actually sweet sounds great. <laughs> that sounds so good. And it's funny. I feel like a lot of people were going to Sweet Green when we were all going into the offices, and then we stopped because everyone started working from home. So it's really nice to incorporate yeah. Sweet Green back into our repertoires in whatever ways I we know. can. It was. It was. You know a sleeper for a while. Now I might go back a little more often. It was good. Are you a snack person? Recently, yes. 
I do love a good afternoon snack. I also love dessert. I love. I have a big sweet tooth, so I'll usually have mm. a sweet snack after dinner. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, very much so. I think every day this week I had dessert. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. I can't wait to get into that too. Um, Okay. So then you had your sweet green lunch. What did the rest of the day look like? So dinner was interesting. Um, So I live close to my mom and and my family. And for listeners who don't know, I'm half Korean and half Dominican. My mom is Korean and I grew up eating her food, of course, uh, while we lived in Seoul and when we moved to the state. And recently... um, this lovely woman has been cooking up a storm and dropping off just elaborate meals at our house, which I am not complaining at all. I love it. So for dinner, I had this thing called chuk, chuk, which is porridge made with rice pine nuts. And she adds a little bit of quinoa in there with tofu chorium, which is like braised tofu with soy sauce and scallions and like sesame seeds on top. So that was my dinner. Wow. That sounds delicious. It was good. It was an easy, easy meal, like porridge with tofu, not punchy flavors, but definitely filling and very comforting. That's so nice and perfect for like the end of a weekend too. Yeah. And we had a lot. And so I had to get through it (laughs) somehow. (laughs) What was for dessert on Sunday? For dessert, it was very I'm impromptu. I was craving pancakes. So my husband was very kind enough to make banana pancakes for both of us. Oh my God. Banana <laughs> pancakes for dessert. This is outrageous and delicious sounding. It was the best. And the the bananas were at the perfect level of ripeness where they will they caramelize so well in the pancakes. Um, and we don't use fancy pancake. We don't make our own pancake mix. We just buy the like ready to make one that yeah. where you just add water. Yeah. Um, so delicious. We add a ton of butter to the pan. So the edges get crispy and the interior is like light and fluffy. It was Yeah. So it's almost good. like frying in there. Yeah. I've done that before and it changes the game for the pancake, but I can't get over the fact that you had pancakes for dessert. That's so <laughs> marvelous. Do you do do you do honey or maple syrup? You know, usually I do maple syrup for this one because the banana was so perfectly sweet. We didn't need any syrup. It oh. was perfect. Oh, that's so nice. So, okay. Ending the day with banana pancakes sounds like a dream. What can top a Monday? Like you wake up on a Monday how does one even top that? Or are you like, hey, you know what? I'm going into like my routine, going to have the yogurt bowl and keep it moving. Listen, if you want to really live your life, listeners, if you want to, you know, live out your dreams, why not have banana pancake for dessert? Just you must l- lean into your cravings. Yes. You must do that. Yeah. Okay. So Monday, <laughs> moving into Monday, um, I had the same exact Greek yogurt bowl. Uh but I was extra hungry. Breakfast is one of my favorite meals. I just, I look forward to it a lot. I was extra hungry on Monday and made sourdough with um, butter and jam and added a little bit of like flaky sea salt on top. Mm. Yeah. So I had like two breakfasts on Monday. What kind of jam? And is do you have a preferred jam brand that we should look into? 
I'm so boring. I love the Trader Joe's. I mean, it's, it's kind of cheap, like the reduced sugar strawberry preserves jam is the one that I used. But if you're looking for a really good one, I, I always love the Bon Lamont. Oh, me too. Um, jams. Those so are classic. Good. I yeah. probably butchered the pronunciation, but those are really good. No, I think you got it. I think it's yeah. like Bon Lamont, whatever. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's so good. In the cute little jars with the like checkered, um, checkered lids. Yeah. They have minis too in some hotels. So you can have your like mini preserves from Bon Lamont and it's just uh, adorable. I love a hotel breakfast. Me too. So good. Me too. Hotel breakfasts are super, well, good hotel breakfasts because then you can also go to a very sort of sad hotel breakfast too. Oh yeah. It has to be good. It has to come out with, you know, the full tray, the full set, the all the little jams and all the little yeah exactly exactly accoutrement yeah yeah accoutrements yes (laughs) okay and then what did your what did your day look like on Monday Monday was a just a typical work day uh for me which these days is very flexible actually which I'm very grateful for um at work I kind of step back from day-to-day operations at Pearl's Night Inn so kind of dabbling in different projects here and there. So, you know, my days are very go with the flow, which is really nice. Um, so Monday for lunch, not su- anything super exciting. I had leftovers from a dinner that we went out to over the weekend, uh, which was just spaghetti with meatballs. <laughs> but just classic. So classic. Yes. Yeah. And I added, I sprinkled extra parm on there, grated parm, and it made all the difference. What are your thoughts on the craft parm, like the green? Do you know what I'm talking about? The green tube that I feel like we all grew up with. I'm staunchly against it because (laughs) I did grow up with it. And and I I do remember really not loving it. Um, So now I do just go for it. The slightly fancier kind. Yeah, that's the yeah. boat I'm into. It, I tried it yeah. recently again, and it didn't taste like cheese. Cheese, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sure what they're putting in there. I'm not sure what's going on at Kraft. No, but that's not cheese. <laughs> no, but spaghetti and meatball sounds like a fantastic lunch. And then what happened after that? After that, for dinner, I made a dish um, from this cookbook called Mediterranean Every Day by Sheila Prakash. And the dish is lemon asparagus risotto. Ooh. It was honestly, I have to pat myself on the back. It was delicious. It was a delicious meal. Um, I added some, this was not part of the recipe, but I added some pancetta, uh, like crispy pancetta on top. And it was just perfect. I think asparagus is now back in season two. Mm. So yeah, it was comforting, but also like the lemon zest and the lemon juice in it kept it a little light too. So that sounds marvelous. I've actually never made risotto before, but now that you say that, I hadn't either. And you know what? I went to three different grocery stores to look for arborio rice, which is like what you're, I guess, supposed to make risotto with. Sold out everywhere. So for this risotto, you know, typically you use arborio rice to make risotto. Um, and I went to three different grocery stores, could not find it anywhere. I ended up just using white rice that we had and it was still really delicious. Uh, but I was really confused about 
the the low stock of arborio. So I did a little Google search. Apparently there was a drought in Italy last year uh, in like a certain region that completely just demolished the supply chain for oh my arborio God. rice. I hope it's back to normal. I don't know quite, you know, what's going on. Um, I couldn't find it anywhere in the D.C. region. So, I mean... As someone who has a company that's all about products that rely on agriculture and are basically agricultural products, like I um, resonate with that so deeply. And I don't think that I ever thought about it. You know, I'm ashamed to say that. Never thought about it. And now um, it's very top of mind. And I really empathize with those farmers. Yeah. You know, those folks in Italy. Absolutely. It's, it's a major export, a major good. So yeah, I hope things are you know, back to normal. But did you have any dessert on Monday? Oh, yes. I had Girl Scout cookies. Cute. Oh, my God. What are your favorite cookies? Well, what did you have and what are your favorites? My favorites are Samoa's and anything lemony. I think they got rid of Savannah Smiles, which used to be like the lemony powdered sugar coated ones. Um, And now they have something called Lemon Ups, which is basically shortbread cookies with a lemon glaze. So good. Um, the la- but on Monday night, I had Adventure Foles, which are new. They were introduced last year. And these were inspired by salted caramel brownies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've definitely not had those. I'm stuck in like the Thin Mint era. So I mean, that's I'm a good not- era to be stuck in. Gotta love a good Thin Mint. But <laughs> These, if you if you do get a chance to try these, I think you might like them. Adventure like chocolate. Yeah. That's a cute name too. I really like that. It is. They're really they're really on their branding over there at, at the Girl Scout. It's smart. It's really smart. Um, okay. And then what did yesterday look like for food? Yesterday, Tuesday, I had my traditional Greek yogurt bowl for breakfast. No surprise there. Um, and for lunch, I had leftovers of the risotto uh, pasta dish. I did snack a lot yesterday. I had a PB&J, like an open-faced PB&J on sourdough, toasted sourdough with a little bit of maldon salt, sea salt, like sprinkled on top. Was the, peanut, the peanut butter and the salt combo is underrated for sure. And it's fantastic. Yeah, I think sweet and salty is my favorite like flavor mm-hmm. profile. Um, I also tried this new to me snack from Westbourne. Uh, I ordered their Togarashi Crunch, which have you had? Have you tried this? I have not. Okay, I read about it in an Eater newsletter, and I it just sounded really good. But it's basically like the best way I can describe it is like Chex Mix, but with more umami flavors so they've got um like roasted seaweed flakes in there a lot of spice like all the different chili spices so it's got a little bit of a kick too um it was pretty good good i should try it and they're really good about um like sustainable compostable packaging too like that's a really big part of their brand so i really love i really admire yeah i love that um, and then what did the rest of the meals look like? So this, as you can tell, this was my week to cook. So for dinner, uh, I made an Ellie Slagle dish called 
sausage and lentils, which was quite literally um, green lentils and like a big baking dish. Uh, fill it with chicken broth, celery, um, and then top it with like bratwurst sausage and just throw it in the oven, cook it, and it came out delicious. It's, it also has a little bit of a kick in it. Um, I ate it with a little bit of like toasted sourdough toast uh, to sop up the little, the delicious lent, like mushy lentil. Like that broth brothy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was a little, you know, heavy. So I also made a really quick um, sa- side salad, uh, just like a really easy one with spinach and spring mix and my my lazy dressing, I call it. It's just like olive oil, lemon juice, um, salt and pepper. Good. It's so funny. The lazy dressing is probably 10 times better than most bottled, quote unquote, like fancy <laughs> dressings, I'm sure. Do and you if it's have throwing... a go-to dressing? Um, well, for me, I use Brightland products day in, day out. And so of course. between Brightland's balsamic vinegar and our, you know, any of our oils, but especially like our chili oil or our garlic infused oil, you can toss the two together with maybe like a tiny bit of mustard if you want that, but my husband doesn't love mustard. And you have yourself a pretty phenomenal dressing, honestly. That's right. You don't really need much. And it brightens up. Yeah. And then it brightens up any greens. And my favorite salads are actually exactly how you describe them. Like a couple of greens, you know, like arugula spinach. I'll do like parsley, basil, and spring onions or something, and then throw in the vinegar and the oil add a little bit of salt and it's actually like so fresh and tasty, Mm. but people and people, and I've made it for friends before and they're always like, what else is in here? And I'm like, (laughs) I promise there's nothing else in here. It's just Brightland. It's just Brightland. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's amazing. Okay. We're going to do a rapid fire round situation. Best meal that you've eaten this year. So best meal, I cheated a little. Best meal in the past year I've had uh, was a sandwich in Tuscany in Montepulciano uh, in this like hole in the wall place. It was fresh focaccia, fresh cut prosciutto that he just sliced in front of me <laughs> with yellow, like the most flavorful yellow cherry tomatoes, truffle cream sauce. Oh my God. Uh, fresh cut pecorino and arugula. I'm drooling thinking about it. It was delicious. I mean, first of all, I'm so envious that you were in Montepulciano. That sounds magical. Thank you. It was our honeymoon. So yeah, had to make it special. Yes. Wow. And then secondly, I studied abroad in Florence and I had my own little hole in the wall. Had no idea. Like I could not tell you where it is or who it is, but had the best sandwich of my life also in that little spot. So the best. I would literally fly back to Italy just to go to this one spot. So do you know the name of it at all? Or I don't I kind I I don't. It's okay. Italian and I don't that's not the pronunciation, but I'll send well, it to you. Well if you could after. send it to me. Yeah, send yes. it to me. For my own purposes and maybe for someone, anyone who's listening, yeah. if you want to hear who's listening, DM <laughs> let me. us know. I'll send, yeah. I'll send you Please go here. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite restaurant in D.C., in your city? I really love a spot called Lutece in Georgetown. It's not a a large restaurant. It's very cozy. It's like a French bistro 
esque vibe. I love it specifically for brunch. Uh, and I keep it simple. I get their French omelet, which they put borzon cheese in. Ooh. It's really delicious. And they have a, a, a ridiculous ricotta toast on like a giant slice of toast with Biggs honey and olive oil. And such a good spot to go with friends or, you know, with your partner or whoever to have a cozy little that combo of figs, honey, and olive oil is super underrated. And just want to plug that for a second. Anyone who wants to throw that on top of ricotta, on yogurt, or even on ice cream, it's really magical. It um, is so good. Favorite meal of the day? Breakfast. Okay. Food you'd eat for the rest of your life? French fries from Five Guys with a lot of ketchup. Favorite sweet treat? With the sweet tooth in you. Oh. This was the hardest question. Chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream would be my go-to, but I also love a good key lime pie, but those are harder to come by. So, yeah. And on the chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream front, what brand would you be partial to? We have a go-to uh, local spot uh, called Sarah's Handmade Ice Cream. And as the name suggests, she makes it with her uh, daughter. <laughs> And yeah, they have the best ice creams. Just, I don't know. It's, it doesn't compare with like any store-bought ones that I've tried. I was actually at Whole Foods a couple of days ago and was looking at a pint of chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. And I don't know, was like, oh, should I get it? And then got distracted. But now that we've talked about it, I think I know what I'm going to do later this do evening I? and go pick up a pint because it sounds yes. so, so good. It is um, so good. Hagen dazs I think, makes a good one. Okay. Um, good but note. all their ice creams are pretty good. Yeah. Good note. Good note. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. I'm hungry. I, so much fun. I know. <laughs> I now need a dessert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On that, on that note, we're going to end on a very sweet note. Thank you, Alicia. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time.